0: Heart, damn, this is I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, featuring the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons staring at yeah. the prospect of entertainment irrelevance as Noah audibly sounds off about the yes. tick of years. Yes, I, the,
1: the the unstoppable march of time.
0: <laughs> I am your elderly co-host Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises. I am joined by Slim Drink of Water Noah Tarno of
1: the Big Quiz Thing, talking to you from San Francisco, California, as always.
0: So, uh, Noah Tarno.
1: Yeah. This, what this show, huh?
0: What are we talking about this week?
1: So, those of you who might be new to us, we always look at something that is hot among generally people who are younger than us, something that is current. And usually something we are at best dimly familiar with or perhaps not at all familiar with. And we investigate it. We try to make sense of what we think of it and wonder why it's popular. Today we're looking at uh, a person, someone I had. Had you heard of this person before this week?
0: Uh, No, no. Definitely not before this week. No. You
1: had not heard of it. And and he kind of exploded in the news this week for reasons we will get into. We are talking about a YouTube influencer, a YouTube beauty guru, a beautuber. I saw that once, that portmanteau. a young man by the name of James Charles.
0: R.I.P. English language. YouTuber. Yes, exactly. YouTuber. James, James
1: Charles.
0: Charles.
1: Um, one thing we got to get straight here. Is our topic today James Charles, or is our topic this week's controversy about James Charles?
0: No, I don't. It I, from- yes, it's both. I don't give a fuck. Okay. The reason why we're talking about this <laughs> is because this came over the. First of all, let me just lay out some blame just lay it
2: out
1: that you don't give a fuck That's no just, let's no let's get I, that out there right now
0: yes this was kind of ubiquitous to a certain degree but it's ubiquitous in, in those precincts of culture that i mean this show as much as i think that we're doing god's work in, in oh in yeah god's de- work here. developing antennae to figure out what it is that people are talking about i still miss big bullseyes like this all the time of all the people I keep mentioning this name. It is guest of the show, friend of the program, Nick Nadell, who brings James Charles to us. And look, I have a message for Nick Daydell. You have a, a wife, girlfriend, because you know what I'm going to do next? I'm going to find her. Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. I'm going to make her bleed and cry and call out your name. And you're not going to be able to do shit because you're going to be this close to dead.
1: Okay. All right. Well, all right. Slow down here for a all second. Right. So, so, so all what right. what did Nick tell you? Did Nick say you guys should do James Charles or did he say, oh my God, I love that? He's not a fan of this guy. No, he? he
0: said, he said no, because Nick is Nick has been working at the New York Post recently and he says that, you know, that, that being this all close right. to a news gathering apparatus with pop culture bent, he says, this is a big deal. I mean, I think Nick said he was doing us a favor. He He doesn't think he was actually <laughs> signing his own torture warrant at my hands. <laughs> He thought he was doing us a favor, and so we have this now. And so, <laughs> look—if I got to deal with this, Noah, you got to deal with it. So I know, this is and your I'm problem it, I
1: engage with that. The thing is, when you suggested, I had seen the headlines this week, so yeah. definitely has achieved some more mainstream penetration. All right, yeah. so
0: we're talking around it, but we're going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to do the merest of introductions. Okay. and All right. Because I Who I guess,
1: is James Charles? Who is
0: James Charles? James and Charles- And
1: what is the controversy surrounding James Charles? And what's exactly. the woman's name? Taddy Westbrook? Taddy, West,
0: Taddy Westbrook. Taddy, okay. Taddy, so,
1: we- that's not a real name. That's this no <laughs> this is this
0: no is a young tattie. man, 19 year old man from Albany, New York, named James Charles Dickinson, whose sobriquet on Wait, social his name is
1: J- Charles Dame James Charles. So James Charles is a I was not say a pet name. I don't know if this no, can write.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an he eyeliner is name Charles is what you call Dickinson. it. Okay, good. Yeah. Right, good. So he's an, an, an erstwhile influencer. You know, it, I, I use the term erstwhile because his effect has been completely cratered. You're talking about, you know, the earth after a, a meteor strike, the kind that <laughs> killed the dinosaurs. He is an, an influencer in the realm of Beauty and cosmetics. He was first known, among other things, to a a whole cohort of younger people as being the first male spokesmodel for CoverGirl.
1: Before that, like a lot of these people we talk about, these influencers, whatever, he had achieved viral Instagram notoriety on his own terms.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and I, I
1: and 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 I saw him on. Uh, I saw a clip of him on Ellen two years ago when he was seventeen. Apparently, what started is he he was into makeup. He made himself up for his high school high school yearbook photo, and that went viral for whatever reason because mm-hmm. you know he was defying gender norms, etc. That boosted his Instagram profile, and that's how CoverGirl found him. So he. There were a lot of kids who knew him before CoverGirl. Oh, yeah,
0: cover yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, no, look, I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like hitting the ground running, assuming that, oh, that's why he was yes. the first male spoke cover girl. I just
1: never like these people like, oh, he started his career as a, you know, the star I of know. this TV show. No, you don't start your career as a star of a TV show.
0: That's the origin. But the reason why we're talking about him, we're not explicitly, I mean, I will say this to our listenership, all five of you. We are not talking about a man who wears makeup. That's not the point of this. It. It is f- the furthest thing in our minds. The reason why we are talking about this is because this is a sensation this week because of an imbroglio, a fracas, a Donnybrook that exploded in influencer culture. Apparently, there is a woman in, what is she, in California, Noah? Is that where this woman's from? Taddy Westbrook we're talking about? Yeah, I think she's Yeah, a, she's I don't know an, where she is. I think she's an Angelino. So this is an older woman. She's 37, yeah. and and she yeah, has so she been... she's, she's ancient oh, for a Oh, man. I mean, you caught her answer. down and count the yeah. rings to see how old yeah. she is so this this elderly woman who's taking lipitor and uh osteoporotic medicines Yeah, at, at, at the at the old age of 37 so she herself is an influencer she is is a, a woman who does the whole you know face to the camera ring light type you know cosmetic whole thing i mean this is this is the, they're playing in the same ballpark and she was looked at as something of a mentor to this kid apparently the kid James Charles bit on her a little bit, and you know caused some bad blood. And we're going to get into exactly what we what we mean by that. So you had this fracas where she. Got on the mic and dropped like this big forty-five minute. I don't know what you'd call it—a screed, a jeremiad against her younger charge. So much
1: for the theory that kids don't have an attention span. They watch these people talk you know, <laughs> for forty-five minutes about nothing. <laughs> Somehow that could hold their attention.
0: I, yeah. When I'm I like, do my forty-five-minute jeremiads on on no yeah. taxation, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> but when, when this woman gets up there, everyone gives her forty-seven million views on YouTube. right yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. the difference is, but she she fires off a missile at this kid. And she accuses him of he was guilty of betrayal because he apparently endorsed a competitive uh, brand of yeah, a competitive brand of, of like vitamins or yeah something. Bullshit, bullshit vitamins just fucking not tested s- by the FDA yeah garbage. snake oil just like fucking yeah. spider yeah. eggs whatever uh, who knows what he's said and so there's that and then and then beyond that he apparently she said oh what this kid does is he sneaks he slides into your DMs and he's like trying to hook up with straight men he's like trying to turn yeah. he's like a little creepy sexual predator his whole thing is that he's like trying to like bang dudes on the sly and yes. so he's rapacious and he's got this whole you know hashtag thing where he's engaging in all this bullshit that people are accusing you know the Harvey Weinsteins of the world of doing of, of mm. coercion and now am I wrong about that
1: I thought the accusation was a lot gentler than Harvey Weinstein it is
0: I know but it's like Harvey Weinstein
1: talking- fucking attacked people this kid was just a gross 17 year old from what it says. but, but like. yes but I'm, what I'm saying. Year
0: old what I'm saying is that is that the terms of which in the in the coin of the realm are oh being she, ma- she
1: amps it up like the kid that's fucking yes. you know Benito Mussolini out there it's insane <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nikolai Ceaușescu on a yes, fucking Ceausescu. Instagram feed. Yeah. Yes. Ceaușescu anyway, so as an influencer. This is it. Like, I'm telling you, you got two men who are both, me and, me and Noah, at, at 62 years old apiece. We're sitting here trying to tell you, like, that this guy who peddles medicine online, uh, not medicine, he peddles makeup online, and the woman who should know better is taking shots at him. It's like a it's clash of the titans. It's, it's Theseus versus the fucking kraken. <laughs> They're fighting online, and Nick sends this thing down, like, you guys got to talk about this. And here yeah, we, we gotta are. we got to talk
1: about it. Either. Yeah. Because this week hasn't sucked enough in our world. All right. Well, you're, look, we are covering two things here. There's also... James Charles, you know what? I, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know about influencers, the guy just kind of gets on YouTube. By the way, we—if if it isn't obvious, he's openly gay. He's very upfront about I that. I think that's pretty obvious. And all that—he's male. Like he—he he, this Ellen thing, he was talking about coming out to his parents, and his parents were supportive. And asked him if he was trans, and he said, "I'm not trans." So he's he, as far as I could tell. But they, he likes very feminine styles of makeup. He, you know, very. Artfully done up. He is considered by people to be a very talented makeup artist. Sure. I am not yeah. one to judge on that, although I will say a little about in a minute. And then he and Taddy, Taddy was already famous, they became friends. She hyped him by like making videos of him. He did her makeup for her wedding. So that was a real rub. So he gets millions and millions of followers, almost as many as hers. Then they get in this fight, right? And Taddy does her 45 minutes. James, oh my let God. me down. I
0: love hearing you talk about this now. I just want right. more of this. And
1: then and then James does his response video where he cried, I'm so sorry. I let everyone down. And that's like another hour and a half <laughs> and nobody believes it. And it gets more down votes than any other video in YouTube history. <laughs> and he was losing 3 million subscribers or followers a day. So the YouTube masses have sided with Taddy on this. Everyone thinks he's fucking insincere. He's had problems before too. He got in trouble uh, about a year ago, making some joke. He was on a flight with a lot of African people. And he said, oh, I'm afraid they're going to give me Ebola. So he had to do a tearful apology for that. Then now he's on a tour, right? And he's, he's singing. At least no one wants to hear him sing. He's a terrible singer. And he was charging VIP tickets, meet and greet, all that, $500 a ticket. And people flipped out about that because that's a lot. They're like, dude, like Beyonce charges $250. Who the hell do you think you are? So he reduced the prices. And again, he did a tearful apology. And part of the issue, I actually am a little thankful we did this topic because we have both found influencers to be really cryptic. Yeah. And I still do in a way, but I feel like I understand it a little more. Because part of what these people are selling is supposed authenticity. What's my opinion of this guy? My opinion is he has no star power. Why is he famous? He needs. He has poor communication skills. He is not a clear communicator in his videos. He is full of cliche. His personality is cliche. His spoke style is cliche. He doesn't speak clearly. But by making those complaints, what I am overlooking is that to be an influencer of this type, you don't want to seem polished. You don't want to seem like a celebrity. You don't want to seem like you're up there with I was going to say Johnny Carson. How the fuck old are we? You don't want to sound like you are ready for prime time. You are affecting this thing of, hey, I'm just your buddy. You know, James Charles' thing, he calls all his fans sisters. He also says, hey guys, and Taddy Westbrook, hey guys, hey guys. So the idea with an influencer, I'm coming to understand, is to feign this intimacy of it's just a friend giving you recommendation. You know, Taddy Westbrook apparently sells herself on, she doesn't take money from these brands, these makeup brands. She'll accept free products product but she won't pay cover girl paid me for blah 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 no she is your friend giving you honest advice it's apparently a strength of james charles that he is unpolished the double-edged sword of that is when he seems to let you down. When he when he comes off as forced or mannered or a sellout, blah, 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 he apparently took money from this shitty vitamin company, although he claims it wasn't money. He claimed they gave him Coachella tickets, so he did them a favor or something like, I don't care. <laughs> By framing yourself as everyone's best friend, you are setting yourself up for not just letting down your audience— the way I might feel if a musician I like does an album I don't enjoy, it is betraying a friend. So the blowback is that much fiercer. And I think that explains some of this. Now, we, we've gone away from our format here and we're melding all these topics, but I just feel like this is a complicated topic. So we I had to jump in and do all this. So I don't know. What do I think of this? I don't give a fuck. I don't care about makeup. I don't care about YouTube influencers. I don't care about the argument these people are having. They seem to be boring people arguing about nothing. The stakes are incredibly low here. If people are being sexually harassed, I do think that's something important that needs to be focused on. This doesn't strike me as an extreme example of that, but I'm going to abstain from that aspect of that. And that doesn't seem to be what Taddy's most upset about either. So fuck this shit. Um, I don't care. The earth is on fire man and like this is what we're talking about also like makeup artists like makeup is just one of these things like fine i'm a straight totally male presenting cis blah 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 guy Uh, what use am i gonna have of makeup i mean i don't know i liked wearing makeup when i was acting in theater that was important to me then uh i stole know how to put on foundation and all that. I'm not, you know, when, I, when I'm when i attracted to women, which is all the time, I look for women who wear minimal makeup. Makeup's not a big thing for me. I look at James Charles's designs and they're not appealing to me in any way. What is his talent? Well, you could say it's art, because I don't think people normally look like that, or I don't want people to look like that. You could say it's art. Is it art? People don't treat it like they treat art. There are no painters who have five million YouTube subscribers. I just, I can't care. That being said, here's the positive thing. He is male and he's defying gender stereotypes. We need more of that. And I suppose it's good that a 17-year-old boy can wear makeup in a prom photo and it doesn't lead to him getting beaten to death with a tire rider in the parking lot of his high school. That we are at a place in our society where a homosexual and more to the point flamboyant young man feels free to to express himself the way he chooses to express. And feels free to waste his time and his life on stupid bullshit that doesn't matter. He is not constantly preoccupied with not getting caught and not getting murdered. There's something good there. But other than that, I just... just Pointless and
0: worthless. In terms of worthless and it doesn't matter, I would say that fifteen million dollar valuation of this kid would indicate that it does in fact matter and that there is in yeah. fact some worth. Everything you said is is it, those are great upsides. You're absolutely right in that we're not talking about someone getting tire iron in the back and, and, and that and that that you could say that much like Troy Savon, which is you know, the basis is well, we're just looking at a singer and yet there's this whole other idea of like, well, what about the fact that he is just naturally out and this whole thing is is almost revolutionary because of something just so simple and basic well yes you're right that doesn't mean you have to like the music i don't give a fuck about the makeup part of it that's why i'm saying we're not talking about this isn't i don't get it young teenage men wearing makeup that's not what this episode is that's why i feel like it's I, the cypher the cypher of james charles and the cypher of Taddy westbrook and the cypher of makeup is the smokescreen that kind of covers up to me the bigger thing that I don't get and and I say that with capital I capital don't capital get is that um, <laughs> you have this economy and you know we've brushed up on it before we've talked about influencers, we've talked about money we've talked about a lot of disingenuity and a lot of insincerity and stuff like that for the kind of whirlwind with the fucking weak we had that there was so much a time and attention and and fucking virtual press that was dedicated to this spat like you said it's yeah. small ball oh sta- my,
1: it's 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 insignificantly it's small it's insignificant but it's it's it, it's it ins- has no
0: bearing on 99.9 yep.
1: nine. that's the thing is like I so want to ignore so many of the things going on with our government but I can't ignore it because it affects me whether yes, I like it right. or not. Yes. Right. Good point. Yes. You could you could ignore this. And never know that James Charles and Taddy Westbrook exist on any level.
0: As much as we've given some credit to kids in the last, you know, I don't know, 10 episodes, on and off, for being able to juggle things, concepts in their heads that, that maybe we could say, well, it, it would either be all or nothing in terms of these these big earth moving things. I honestly, this filled me with such a sense of fear that this was taking the place of the fucking nightmare disaster that we were seeing unfold in front of us. My worst nightmare is that we are watching people who are going all in on this and completely omitting the importance the significance and the activism required for everything else horrible that was happening in the world this week it is just merely the fact that YouTube and Instagram influencerism is such a pervasive thing that it becomes its own huge alien face hugger attached yeah. to John Hurt and it's just over it is over this fucking capitalism thing inside yeah. your gut that is going to explode when you guys are eating dinner around the table with Tom Scare- and Yafet Kodu and everybody else.
1: And, and I, I want to clarify, I think the issue, I mean, because I'm clarifying it as we go along in my head, the issue is less these people and more
0: yeah. that they're arguing about nothing. Yes. Like if they were arguing,
1: if, if the central issue was James Charles, also he's 19, he's going to be creepy sexually, most 19-year-old males
0: are. I mean, he, he should. In some respect. <laughs> Forgive me for saying S- so, he should be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know. Maybe he did cross the line. You know, if he were if he were Harvey Weinstein, if he were a 50 year old man abusing his power to rape people, that's something important
0: to bring yeah, up. That would be the topic. Um, but that's not and the topic. even
1: if it's these not important people who are at the center of it, it's a way into some issues that need to be talked about. Right. You know, if he were advocating for the abortion bans or right, something like that, or he was like campaigning for Trump, I don't, ah, what world would that happen? It's that the issue, the argument is about n- nothing.
0: Yeah, nothing. I mean, it's in- insultingly nothing. It is less than nothing. <laughs> it's not just about nothing, Noah. It's actually a, det- a detraction. It costs you, yeah. the fucking guy talking to the show, just because they had it over there and you weren't involved in it, you still wind up paying the price, both of us do, that this was happening. I mean, maybe that's my own like, insular sense of, of, of fucked up insecurity, but I feel like we are paying the price for this thing happening because it is so, it is so unimportant. It is so vacuous that it hurts everybody they're in a real bubble. I mean, I watched one of his videos where he just starts
1: going on about how happy he is that all these famous people have, like, tweeted him, not tweeted him, whatever. And he just starts naming people as if they're the biggest stars in the world, and I've never heard of them.
0: Yeah. I've never.
1: <laughs> I think these people live in an ivory tower. They think the whole world is fashion and style and social media. You know, it's... Fame feeding on fame and you know, it's a cousin to you know the Howard Schultzes of the world, the super rich executives who think the biggest problem is tax reform. They (laughs) think the biggest problem is, you know, if we get if we get rich guys to talk about it over golf, we can solve all our problems.
2: Hey you guys, welcome to today's video. Obviously from the title, you know that this is gonna be intense, different, and this is absolutely not a video I ever thought in a million years that I would be making.
1: Why is James Charles popular? Why did he take off on Instagram and where on YouTube? Why has this controversy? Why has that attracted so much attention the last week? Articles in Vox, the, the New Yorker, etc.
0: Why? <laughs> New York Times? Well, New I Times. mean,
1: it, The it, Economist, The Utne
0: Uc- Uc- Reader, Foreign Mother, Policy, Mother Mother Jones, the Globe and Mail. It's popular, you know, first of all, because the economy of this particular thing is based on 13, 14-year-old girls. Certainly not only, I'm not saying it is only based on that, but if you're talking about teenagers who treat everything with this end-of-the-world type uh, level of drama and that things move tempestuously from one side to the other, slamming between poles, you have one person who's on one side and there's a, to them there's a clear-cut winner and a clear-cut loser or a clear-cut good guy and bad guy. It winds up being tempestuous. Now, that's if you're 13 or 14 years old. That's why it would be popular. The question is, why did the steamroll over Twitter hashtags? Why did this get into New Yorker? Why did this get into the New York Times? I know because having read the New York Times and the New Yorker piece and the Vox piece you you, you mentioned, these are some media venues that said, oh, someone should look into this sensation. And they send someone, they write an Arch article about why it's a big thing. And it's like they're commenting on the popularity of it. And and, and it's like, okay, you can be a little Arch about oh this is what everyone's into the thing is you're still in the end feeding into its importance it doesn't matter yep. if you're doing it ironically or archly you are yep. still contributing
1: that's the reason why we have the president we have it is it's, it's because shitpost- you, you give him press even if you're mocking him
0: you're you're doing you're it. adding importance that's the thing yep. it's this is why shit posting becomes earnest posting because people lose the sense of irony and it's just merely points in your favor so the thing is it's like i get it kids want to watch makeup videos and tutorials and it's like again there's a whole skill set that neither me or noah could could you know speak about and that's fine whether or not this kid knows what he's doing or not it it doesn't matter let's just say he's good at it let's just say that Taddy westbrook is good at it let's just say these people all have some kind of canny confidence okay fine that's great the question is why is it worth 15 million dollars the question is how the fuck is the info influencer economy worth billions that if you were to pull the rug out on the influencer economy that it would somehow, you know, cripple a lot of american spending of some sort. And this bumps into the the fucking blockchain episode we did know, which is to say this thing that is I mean yes it is cryptocurrency literally, but it's also cryptic because like how are we supposed to figure out what this is? Is that a lot of people are making a lot of money off of it, but not nearly enough people. It's like the same few people are profiting from this. You You know, who benefits from either—what did he go down from? So let's say James Charles begins with 16 million followers, and this controversy strips strips him about 3 million followers, which happened in about two or three days. He only has 13 million followers. That change of hands benefits, you know, Google, YouTube, Instagram only. And it's like no matter what happens, the house always wins. You know, this, this is a preposterous, you know, fake controversy. It's like kayfabe. And these companies, you know, part of the the FANG okay. company... K-Fabe ones... is interesting, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah, K-Fabe at least has a little bit of something to it.
2: So, drama. I mean, it's po- it's
0: yeah. popular because it's, it's teenage drama put through the bullhorn, and it's amplified to the point where the rest of us are just supposed to latch in. And apparently... Do I mean, I don't, I can't speak about whether or not our colleagues or our cohort or, or, or you know, our age cohort are buying into this any more than we do. If they know any more than th- th- about this than we do. But it's like the, you're giving this fucking teenage shit the same noise as everything that was happening in the country today. You might say to yourself, what's popular? Well, you have a limited amount of things. Is it Avengers Endgame? Yeah, that's popular. Is it the fact that Robert Pattinson was just cast as Batman? Sure, that's something that's popular. Was it all the shit that was happening in the South this week? Well, that's not popular, but it's certainly known. And it's like, and this this deserves to be counted among them. It, it, fix me, Noah. Tell me I'm wrong about this. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's. I mean, it
1: doesn't matter. But neither does Robert Pattinson playing Batman. Neither does Game of Thrones or Avengers Endgame. Yeah. I mean, the, what what I see the value in those is that they're entertaining entertaining is a subjective choice i find well i don't find game of thrones entertaining but i understand other people do i found avengers endgame very entertaining i find some batman movies entertaining so who am i to say that makeup and ways to put makeup on and and james charles putting i mean even though i find him amateurish and not ready for prime time, who's to say that his 45-minute videos of makeup tips are not entertaining? I mean, it's not required by law. We watch them, so I don't give a shit. You want to be entertained by James Charles? Be entertained by James Charles. Uh, I mean, we're going to get into the jealousy and the apocalypse kind of questions later, whether it's a problem that people are entertained, but for the most part, I don't think it is. You're saying the problem is that we are being, or people are being entertained by this at the exclusion of things that do matter. Is yeah. that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, bread and circuses. That's what I'm talking about.
1: I think it takes a very bold, strong personality to keep your eye on the ball 24/7. Yes. Right? The the total war idea. Right? <laughs> total that, war, that, yes. You know, look, we we no matter how bad or how or challenging things might be in the world right now, at least for now, life goes on. We go to our jobs. We do. I mean, look, it's easy, but you don't have a job, dude. You don't have a job. You don't have children. Yes. But most people have to go to a job. A lot of people have to, you know, take care of their families, right? These things intrude upon our lives. I do my work. And frankly, I'm not strong enough to, I don't have children. I don't have to take care of anyone other than a cat. I seek out entertainment. I go see Avengers Endgame twice, I watch TV shows whatever I try to keep myself educated I read the news I think about the news I talk about the news I give I give money to people who I think are doing good work I volunteer. I do a lot of things as well. But if I were into makeup tutorials or bullshit small-scale drama, I'd be eating this stuff with a spoon. Mm-hmm. I watched both of those firefest documentaries. I read a dozen articles about that. Is that any more important?
0: I would. I ch- mean, I say it I is ch- more ch- important ch- because
1: would- because that sheds a light on more important issues. But yeah, you would have a sense say? of scale. I have trouble seeing how this is important in any way. I can I can tell you why the firefest controversy was important. What that means, what that tells us. And I think what the Vox and New Yorker articles were trying to do is say how these things, they might seem not important to you, but they are important. And I think they made an okay case, but not enough. And their okay case is getting at what you were saying is how the influencer ecosystem is reshaping business. and how the influencers, like I said, the double-edged sword. You can go out there and do your unpolished, up-talking, bullshit, high guys thing. You are prey to a downfall much more easily.
2: James is here to uh, do my bridal makeup, which is what I am wearing right now. Um, I just wanted to congratulate you on almost a million on Instagram. I want to say huge congratulations to James Charles. If you have not checked his channel out on YouTube and you want to be inspired, he's a freaking teenager and he's like a genius makeup
0: no Tarno, would you like this if you were a young makeup wearing kid
1: well if i were a young makeup wearing kid sure <laughs> but that's a very different person from the way i was as a kid and the way i imagine i'd be if i were a kid now no no a thousand times over no yeah uh if i were gay and really into effeminate styles you know more like james charles and by the way, I don't. I don't think those things go hand in hand. But for a lot of kids, they do. For James Charles, they do. So if right. I were both of those things, uh, probably, yeah. But no. I mean, there's nothing here that I feel like is has any importance to any aspect of my life. not
0: believe you. I totally. And, believe and,
1: and, you. Well, see, as I say that, I'll get into the. Uh, I take that back. When we get into the jealousy question, there's a little something. But I'd rather ignore it. So what? About right. you? What about you? I mean, anything at all?
0: I think I just would have been, you know, livid over this is what everybody is angering. This is what my cohort, the people who supposedly are part of the same generation who grew up in the same place I did, maybe not the same values. And again, maybe not the same viewpoint. You didn't see the world through my eyes, but I would be so disappointed by everyone around me that like this is what you're all devoting bandwidth to. Uh, you know, uh, we were taught. I mean, what year? 1991. We were 16 years old when Gulf War One happened, and I remember
1: just being a god. Fifteen.
0: It was 1990.
1: I think the official war was 91. I yeah. think. Yeah, Desert Shield started an idea. I know that for sure. Sorry okay, for being pedantic. Okay. go ahead. We
0: were the same age as many of these people watching this. And I remember feeling powerless and small that, Jesus, there are all these horrible people in the government who are making the decision to move to war without actually declaring war. And we had no say over anything at any point along the way. We were just teenagers, but we were awakening to this idea that, well, we're going to vote in just a few short years. And we did in the 92 election. And I remember thinking... This is a horrible bit of knowledge to shudder awake to. And it's like the rest of you guys are paying attention to fucking new kids on the block. Like, this is what's important to you is Rob Basin's <laughs> Jay-Z Rock. Like, yeah, okay. I, not to say it's not important, but it's like this is the most important thing to you guys. When it's like the, there's fucking, there is shit happening out there. Like, Kuwaitis were being killed. And to look around and say, this is what you people care about? I mean, how could this possibly, how could but, you not always wake all, up?
1: But, but we always... Even in the midst of the worst shit, you're still talking about going to superhero movies and and going to to Q and As with directors. I mean, but not not you not, not, you're at you're the not we, we we make no, no time I, for leisure. I am trying. It's not total war, to, is
0: what I'm saying. I know, but i but, but the difference is is there any war? Not total war, because what we do, the fact that we are di- we diverting ourselves and trying to maintain this sort of like ecosystem of art, like between the two of us, for instance, as as people who go out and engage in culture and you know whether it's singing karaoke or watching movies or all these things. You know, it's not at the exclusion of anything else. I feel like it's because there's too much of this other thing and we need a break from it. But we always come back to the reality. and We agree, at least, that there's an objective set of facts that we live in. And I almost feel like this, you know, indicates that kids, in a way that I saw it, in a creepy way back when we were 15, 16 years old, do not share a same objective set of reality. It's it's almost easy but, for them to live but inside of But
1: how do you know that?
0: Because I, isn't it possible that
1: this is just what their leisure, like, yeah, They might spend an hour a day watching bullshit makeup tutorials or reading about a stupid fight between boring people, but they spend three hours a day reading the news, maybe. That's possible. But I I know a lot of very smart, very- Yes, yes, yes. Very, very plugged in. We all have our guilty pleasures, Bill. And as long as we're not at total war, everyone is entitled and will spend time unwinding with bullshit. And if people right. choose to unwind with this stuff, who am I to say? And how do we know that a 15-year-old who's obsessed with James Charles and the James Charles Taddy Westbrook controversy, how do we know they aren't spending more time, you know, marching for women's rights?
0: It's the, just the size of the phenomenon that fills me with this creeping dread that this is to the exclusion, not to the necessarily diversion, but to the exclusion of other more important uh, Okay, types. you're filled with that dread, but I don't know if the evidence is out there.
2: Okay, so when I'm sitting down and I tell him, hey, don't open your eyes because of the glue, that's when you'll pop out. So I'm going to hide you in the house, bring him out here, start the video. You're going to go in the closet.
1: I love being in the closet.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, (laughs) we're back in the closet.
1: Is... James Charles, the popularity of James Charles, the downfall of James Charles, the ecosystem that James Charles travels in, became famous in, and is falling from grace in. Are all of those things signs of the impending apocalypse?
0: Yeah, the, the very last bit of that is exactly my feelings. I think you, you phrased it correctly. It's got nothing to do with the YouTube videos because I watch a lot of those, not necessarily makeup videos. It's got nothing to do with the kid because there are plenty of un, uninspiring people who are on uh, Instagram, you know, putting Instagram stories and, you know, women like Taddy Westbrook who were peddling their entire lives and a series of faulty drugs out there on, on, you know, social media trying to make a living for herself. None of those things in particular granularly are what's terrible about this it's the the whole thing in summation and conclusion. the fact that the, the, you know this kid makes fifteen million dollars. God knows how much Taddy Westbrook makes. God knows yeah. like who don't we know about like how big are these other pieces of the economy that you know Taddy Westbrook is selling you know medicine like you said, without fDA approval, without any sort of you know peer-reviewed studies saying that oh, these are um, not drugs necessarily, but vitamins and supplements that are designed to give you a cosmetic edge. You know, they're, they're the idea that they're supposed to make you more beautiful, to make your skin more luminous, to make your, you know, whatever it is that is, is more of the facilitates aesthetic qualities she's claiming she has, which is horseshit, because I'm sure it's literally just spider eggs and Chinese newspapers ground up yeah, into capsule much. form. That's it. Yeah, and, and, and,
1: and rotten apple cores.
0: And rotten apple cores, to, to quote The Simpsons, if you guys know what yes. Oh, Deng
1: Xiaoping died.
0: One of my favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the sign of the apocalypse is—that the size of all of this, the size that, that that this could command, not just a small little quadrant of pop culture that's siloed, but the size of this that it steamrolls yeah. over Twitter. I mean, it, and it yeah. begins to occlude things that I see where I don't—I just don't live in my little silo—but I'm aware of that. Oh, something enormous is happening, and when I finally look into it, I'm like, this is the enormous thing. And and it's like there's no way we live in a world. where... Where, where hashtag James Charles shares the page with hashtag Alabama, and somehow that is a fair and equitable fight, and that somehow the the one does not detract from the other. I mean, I, I could almost just call it on that. Met the fact that we had Iran this week and we had Alabama at the same time, and that and we had this, and I believe that this got more ink. in in, in, amongst a certain cohort, a young people you'd want to activate and wake up to these things. That's what fills me with the sense of the apocalypse.
1: I think you're jumping to conclusions, but I have always been more of an optimist than you. Do I think this is a sign of the, let me say what's good about it, what's neutral about it, what's bad about it. Well, let me start with neutral because I already said that. I think you're jumping to conclusions saying it's occluding more important things. Maybe But I'm not prepared to definitively state that. So that makes it who cares. No one's forcing me to engage with this other than you and Nick Nadell. So, you know, (laughs) I'll just let it go. It's neutral. Here's what's good about it. And it's what I've said before. It's that a flamboyantly gay young man can be himself.
0: That's great. Yeah, fantastic. That's
1: good. We're happy about that because that's the way it should be because I don't care. What's bad about it, I see something different from you, and this gets at the jealousy thing that we'll get to, is you, you see you use the word occluding. I'm not afraid that this is occluding people being politically active. Maybe it is, but I'm not gonna go there. I fear it's occluding people who are really talented. By making celebrities out of your James Charles's, your Taddy Westbrook Westbrooks, and this is a topic we talk about a lot on the show, you are lionizing people with no talent. No communication skill, no star power, no apparent work ethic, no apparent no anything. training,
0: yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, no hard work, right? You are making them into stars and and at the standards lower. What I'm happy about that I've engaged with this topic this week is I'm starting to understand that I'm definitely being more get-off-my-lawny than I want to be here in that, well, this is kind of the idea behind influencers, and maybe I need to start considering influencers as a different kind of celebrity and accept that that's the way it's going to be and make my peace with it that the whole point is that they're unpolished and that's okay or if not okay that's the way it's going to be so find a way to live with it and you know that's step one accepting you got to make a change you're you can't just rant and rave and scream and yell so that's not what i'm going to do anymore look you might be right if everyone's like oh i forgot to vote because i was busy you know following Taddy westbrook on snapchat yeah then we got a problem but I'm not prepared to say that's a real issue worth getting upset about
0: yet. In the grand scheme of it all, like you have to really check in with yourself and really think about like, is this really like a thing? Because if not, you're going to be sitting on the Internet crying over vitamins when things are really going on around the world. But I'm not one to tell you how to feel. But, you know, no, let's wrap this thing up. Is uh, your dislike based on jealousy?
1: Yes, I am jealous. But it's the same reason I'm jealous of so many people. I'm jealous that this guy doing nothing, doing no apparent work, has got millions of people apparently hanging off his every word. And I work my fucking ass off, and I still got to fight and claw for my success. But whatever, that's the way the world works. On the other hand, I breathe a sigh of relief that the upside of not being super successful is you aren't prone to a vertiginous downfall. If I make Mm -hmm. an Ebola joke... It'll probably blow over pretty fast when I apologize, right?
0: I'd even praise you for it, yeah.
1: Oh, come on. And then, uh, you know, I get in a fight with my friend. I can just quietly apologize and roll my eyes if I think they're full of shit and move on. But instead, it's, you know, it doesn't become a big drama and the whole world gets to snipe about me. So I guess I'm jealous of this guy. But on the other hand, I am breathing a sigh. I'm jealous of James Charles. I am breathing a sigh of relief. The opposite of jealousy that I'm not involved in the James Charles Tidy Westbrook controversy. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so no, that's it, a, that's a it, distinction. It it, yeah. it it cancels out. It zeroes out. Sure. On two topics. The jealousy factor zeroes out.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Absolute
1: value zero. What about you?
0: I guess it's hard not to be jealous of a kid who stumbled onto something so picayune, it, regardless of whether or not the kid has facility with makeup, and obviously he does, because neither of was no shit about putting makeup on. Now it may not be your taste level of whatever he's doing or where he's not remotely.
1: It but that's not remotely top
0: right it's like and a lot of people like i i don't fucking like edvard grieg i don't know fucking shit about norwegian you know uh, opera and yet you know edvard grieg is an incredible composer i guess but i, I will give that to him just based on sight unseen so uh, you know 15 million dollars and and a lot of um you know influence power means something especially when it looks like it, it's based on a precinct as frivolous as this that is something that is based in jealousy for sure my feelings like shot right past jealousy and went have been just buried in anger the whole time of just thinking this is so frivolous and uh, you know not ever wanting i mean whatever small modicum of internet presence we have right now you know uh, uh, there's nothing i i don't do anything that i feel like earns 15 million dollars nor could possibly generate it and if it did i think i'd be dumbfounded and and like how could i ever earn not just the money but the idea that i'm worth that much with people I couldn't, I couldn't ah, come I, on, be bold, my friend. Be bold the 15 million dollar no. podcast empire.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're a skilled editor. Are you saying mm. you couldn't edit a project that would be worth 15 million dollars? Oh
0: no, 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 not not why not? not? Maybe 14 million tops.
1: <laughs> Aim high, dude. You're more talented than a lot of people. Got a lot who are valued a lot more than fifteen million dollars.
0: No, I I literally don't have that. This is this is one of the NA things where I feel like it signs off quickly. Uh, You know, I I front loaded my opinion at the beginning of this, but but it does lead to the to the final question, which I think is to me more important. (laughs) Because it does have something to say. I, and no, I'm going to lead off. I, I usually yeah. I would ask you where you think it yeah. falls, but we yeah. have. We have. Yeah. In, in that last week's episode on Jesus and Marrow, I felt like it was a new high watermark for what I assessed. Yeah. You know, the spectrum of topics we have, if you can believe it, something that trends below Jimmy Fallon. I think yeah. this is more odious, the, the controversy and the effect on media is more odious than Jimmy Fallon. So I'm, we're not going to uh, change the name of the scale for my benefit, but yeah. I'm going to say I, this to me is, this is uh, without a doubt, the worst thing I think I've talked about in that it's just dredged up more yeah. uh, horror and dread than anything we've talked about before.
1: I don't agree. I definitely care about this less than I care about anything else. We've talked about or anything I remember, but I don't think it's as bad as Jimmy Fallon for the for the reason I just talked about. Yeah, I feel like because it's the world of influencers and gossip, it is by design less important than the Tonight Show, which has been since, you know, the 50s <laughs> or whatever held up as, yes. the, you know, the yeah. show. Right. Like I'm the Calvinist man. You work hard, you polish stuff. So if you're going to be on The Tonight Show, you need to be a consummate showman. And that's my problem with Jimmy Fallon. I I really don't think Jimmy Fallon is completely devoid of talent. I also don't think he's that unlikable. I just think he's so mediocre being placed in a spot that demands exceptionality. Mm -hmm. No one demands exceptional from YouTube influencers. They demand relatable. They demand useful. They demand fun, I guess. And these, these people are attempting in a world that I, you know, they're not speaking to me. Uh, my opinion doesn't matter. So I, I just can't get as exercised about this as I can about Jimmy Fallon because the stakes are so much lower. So, I mean, personally, I don't care at all. I care about this less than just, I care about this less than anything. But in terms of things I hate, I hate Jimmy Fallon more. I probably hate EDM more.
0: Yeah, uh, what else I believe do I hate that. More? Coachella. Yeah, like, you hated Coachella more.
1: Eh, I like the concept of Coachella all right um uh, did we do an episode on coachella i don't remember that yeah we
0: did, did. We? I, th- I think we did can't even yeah.
1: fucking remember god where's the time <laughs> go my
0: friend <laughs> uh oh, man. anyway
1: by the way i will say this in the weeks since i've been thinking about it i told you this i guess i don't think i think i like Jesus and marrow more on first blush the more i think about him, i still like them but like yeah. come on man they're not as good as key peel they're not as good as american vandal okay they're not as good as black mirror fair yeah, enough they're just they're 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 very talented but they're just throwing it out there you hey, know? It's, since, let's see where they are in five years
0: since okay. you brought up a reassessment um, yeah. I'm going to say that one of the earlier topics that we came up with was um, Whatsapp and in yes, the time yes. since we started the beginning of the podcast I've actually become a Whatsapp user really because, yeah. yeah now I uh, a listener okay. of the show a friend of mine Sky Wingfield who I did the uh, Film 89 podcast with about Star Trek the motion picture you know Sky's over in England and so we've been uh, you know we use Whatsapp back Back and forth to communicate about notes and this is you know people you know some of our european listeners had said that this is a really big deal like and there's no yes. way most americans would know how useful this is but realizing that i've been communicating with a few european friends english and continental alike, using whatsapp i have been turned and i see that yeah. I kind of see it's used for calls, it's used for voice, it's used for text, and it's like, fine, I'm sold, you know, and I, right. I, I, I get the vista of this, and I appreciate a guy like Sky in particular, uh, and, and Matthias van der Roos, another guy in the Netherlands I know, sort of helping us out and figuring out um, this is how you actually use it.
1: I like that you said that because I think, you know, as we're like two years in the show and we've covered so many topics, including topics I've forgotten about, I think it's worth it that any time we kind of have a major reevaluation of a topic, I think we need to bring it up. Like if we had done this show when I was 13 years old, I would have demanded we do an episode about Bon Jovi because I went through a period as a 13 year old where I spat upon the upon everything Bon Jovi represented as like the worst thing ever in history. <laughs> and I wouldn't say I'm a Bon Jovi fan now. I would say I have an appreciation for Bon Jovi. First of all, I know enough about John Bon Jovi as a person to say he is a good dude. As far as celebrities go, given that. Second of all, they care about their fans. They change for the times. They have some talent. So I think about that. Like my opinion about Bon Jovi hasn't changed 180 degrees. I'm not out there buying records. But like I, the you know, there are thousands of musical acts I would spit on much sooner
0: than Bon Jovi or <laughs> John Bon Jovi. And that's So it. I it, think it,
1: about it. that. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back and look at all the topics we talked about, and I'm going to see if there's anything that I hated and now at least respect, or maybe something I loved and now I've said, you know what? I was a fool. This thing actually, you know, sucks donkeys, and I shouldn't <laughs> have praised it all. So yeah how about ending on that one that's great
0: find past episodes of our show on itunes soundcloud google play and stitcher tweet to us at at noah and bill show write to us at noah and bill don't get it at gmail.com give us a review on itunes that's how we get new listeners everybody lock horns with two idiots me in particular on twitter at william scurry you can find my video content on YouTube.com slash here. What about the other idiot, Noah Tarno?
1: I'm all about the Big Quiz thing. BigQuizThing.com. Corporate and private trivia events nationwide. Love us online. We post trivia all the time on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm also at Noah Tarno on Twitter personally. And more news coming out soon. Right now we're heading to a busy uh, summer party season. Lots of, lots of law firms over the summer. That keeps you us busy. Go. But hey, you know deep pockets i'm selling out baby
0: so until next week what we really hope is that some you know big uh you know well-heeled podcast decides to just start shit with us and say that we were impious yes. and inveterate like nothing yes. better could happen for us than like just the worst shits during the world and we, we want to lose three million viewers by by next episode
1: yes well as long as it gets us pressed i don't think it will So until then, we will see you. It will be like it is this week. Once again, we will not get it.
2: A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2019.